the galaxy is full of film, and this is the Galaxy of Film Podcast. Alright, and welcome back to the brand episode of Galaxy of Film. I am your host, Max. I am, of course, joined with my co-host, Danilo. How are you? What up, G? I've been doing alright. Just straight chilling at this point, you know? Straight chilling? Straight chilling? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how it is these days, you know? I do schoolwork. I never thought I would actually be doing schoolwork. In my entire life, I have bullshitted my way through school like there was no tomorrow. Mm -hmm. This thesis project, I can't be bullshitting it, dude. (laughs) Jeez, man. Like, dude, I have been so good at it, too. I mm-hmm. have stepped up to the plate and hit exactly the grade I needed to hit. Okay. Passed all my classes with just some sort of luck. Mm-hmm. This class, though, there's actually effort being put into it. And I've never been more upset that I've had to put effort into a class. <laughs> says the fellow, says the soon-to-be English teacher. And what class is this? My thesis class. Oh, yeah, dude. You're fucked. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm making, like, a straight film, dude. I got a hold of an, a, a few actresses today, so that, like, legit actresses from our theater department, so hopefully some of them can help me out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited to start shooting it, though, man. Like, it's going to be beautiful. Are you giving, giving equipment from your school to shoot this, or are you doing it with your own equipment? I'm giving equipment from my school, but their cameras are big, dude, and I don't like to operate them, so I might just be using the mini one that I brought to New York, because that shit can record up to 4K, and that was good quality. It was, yeah, I was looking over the footage. Except for when nighttime hit, and that was the only problem. How's their nighttime quality? Gas. Their regular camera's just gas, dude. Like, it blows mine out of the water. I have to show you some. Okay. Because it's it's goaded, dude. It's like a $2,000, $2,500 camera. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man. Oh. That sounds like fun, though. No, it is fun, dude. Like, I'm having a good time. It was cool to talk to actual, like, actors mm-hmm. who wanted to, you know, get more into the in, in work or whatever. They said my story was sad, but that's all I shoot for. Sad stories. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We aren't alone this week, though. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Um... Bring him back. He's been here for for forever. Let's be real here. Come on, Curtis. How have you been? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me back on. Of course, man. How did you um? How did you like the book of Boba Fett? Um, I think there were some story issues towards like towards like the near end of it. Um, overall, I liked it. Um, I don't think I would have preferred maybe like the middle two episodes for like season three of Mandalorian. Personally, because I wanted to see more of like Boba doing like you know bounty hunter shit, but other than that, you know, I think it's pretty solid. It's like a nice like seven out of ten for me, with like some minor story stuff. Yeah, you kind of mimicked what we said. That's, that's I, I think everyone feels the same way about that, man. What a what a waste of potential. What a waste. Yeah, of potential. Uh, hopefully, if they do a season two, they'll just focus on the whole organization stuff. Mm-hmm. That's. That's what I mean. That's what I was hoping for for this, and it sounded like we, like the first three episodes like started to do that, and then like five and six. Not to say they're bad episodes. It's just I would have. I'm watching for Boba. Yeah, that's what I want to watch. I agree. I but, agree. I mean, maybe it's just to get some of the stuff out of there. I don't know. Have you watched anything else interesting lately? 
Um, yeah, I've been watching a couple of new stuff. Uh, I just recently watched The Power of the Dog on Netflix. Uh, okay. With um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, it's like this weird, like, old-timey kind of western where Benedict Cumberbatch is this giant douchebag. Mm-hmm. Owns a pot of land with his brother, and then he gets a wife, and it's just him, like, manipulating his wife. Like, essentially, like, mind-torturing her. It's actually a very interesting watch 1922 based off the Stephen King book which is actually a very good adaption uh, watched The Queen's Gambit recently the one that's all about chess which is very mm-hmm. good just been watching a lot of new stuff actually The Power of, uh, of Dog isn't that nominated for Best Picture? Uh, I believe it was and I think Cumber I like it. I think Cumberbatch was like nominated for like Best I think actor for that yes yeah, so really his nomination yeah Good stuff, man. Good stuff. How'd you like Queen's Gambit? It was good. Okay. Um, some episodes could have been a little bit shorter. Um, but no, Queen's Gambit was really solid. It's not too long. It's like maybe like six or seven episodes, or each about like an hour, like forty-five to an hour long. Mm. It's interesting about like chess and like how mental things can like affect um, different people. This woman chose chess as her like her coping outlet. It was just very interesting. It was very good. I need to get back into it. I watched the um, first episode, I think, part of like the third or fourth when my ex is watching it. I, I gotcha. enjoyed watching what I saw, though. Good, good shit. Good shit. Danilo, do me a favor real quick, bud. Yep. Go ahead get a drum roll started. Buddy, don't ever fucking tell me what to do when we're introducing this guest. Buddy, give me a drum roll. Reintroducing the galaxy of film. The man, the myth, the legend himself, none other than motherfucking Gamer Harold. Welcome back, buddy. How have you been, Harold? I've been good. I'm really happy to be back in here after a while. Wait, speak up again real quick. Your your voice is a little bit loud on my end. Oh, my bad. I'm I'm not good. I'm happy to be here again. Always. Oh, uh, when was the last time I was here? I don't remember, but. I think it was for Eternals. Uh, well, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while, man. It has. Welcome back. What have What have you been watching lately? Um, I've haven't been able to watch anything new really because I've been so caught up in work and mm-hmm. you know making stuff for my YouTube channel with my friends. Mm-hmm. But you know. Considering I had to see Uncharted, you know, and I knew you were doing a podcast about it, so that that worked out perfectly. So, and I love the Uncharted game. So, hell yeah, man! I can't wait to get into that. Um, how's your YouTube channel going? What's going on over there? Really awesome. Just streaming a bunch of games. The what's the game? Recently, I've just been streaming a lot of Call of Duty. So that's been that. Are you playing and through a Vanguard or a Cold War? It's been Vanguard recently, but I still play Cold War from time to time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad we were able to get you back on this week, Harold. Um, Danilo, before we go ahead and get into the news this week, uh, it appears over the past week or so, we've accumulated quite the, uh, the little haul of iTunes reviews. You know? Yeah, it looks like it, buddy. You want to go ahead and uh, read a couple of these out for our listeners? Yeah, I'll just read. I'll just say some names and just like the title. Uh, some of them are worth reading, but uh, okay. Macy Run said, "Best film podcast in the galaxy." That's exa- uh, Munchie. Sorry, not Munchie. Tank City nine 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 seven said, "I love this podcast." 
Little Caesar sponsored these boys. PJ Bub said, this is gas. I love this podcast. Non-PC is here to stay. The 198 said, Putin Tang said, cinephiles. He said, as a fellow cinephile myself, I have strong opinions on movies and how they are directed, edited, and written along with actors' performance. These boys break it down for anyone to enjoy their podcast, and that is beyond amazing. They're hilarious and adorable, and I know they are going places. No matter what, you will enjoy these two on the mic. You hear that, Danilo? You hear that? We're we're both hilarious and adorable. Goat fan twenty two. Oh no no no! Hold on, hold on, just a second. We can't we can't ignore this real quick. There's probably like a seventy year old man listening to our podcast, thinking we just sound so adorable right now. Goat fan twenty (laughs) two said, "Genius to see the least. Incredible podcast by a group of intelligent, passionate people who really love what they do." Oh, Oliver Warner said, "Well, hold on, hold on, real quick. You know who that is, right? Who? Goat fan twenty two. That's breezy. Oh, 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 hang on, dude. Hang on. GoatFan22 said, Genius to see the least. Incredible podcast by a group of intelligent and passionate people who really love what they do. You can tell that these guys take pride in this podcast, and it's not just something to do for them. I love listening to every episode and getting their thoughts on recent films, as well as classical ones. Look no further than the Galaxy of Film when it comes to a podcast about movies that's for sure. Even when they bring in a guest host, those people add a lot to the show. As well, I'll always be a loyal listener. And if there's something I've learned in my entire life, loyalty means everything. Thank you, Breezy. Thank so, you, and subscribe Breezy. to his OnlyFans. You can find him on uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny for you, bud. That's how you make some money. A-Ream said, whole lot of fun, more like whole lot of red. And then we got an extra five-star review in there by someone, but we just don't know who. You want to read our uh, our, our review from Oliver Warner? Yeah, I just did, dude. Ham question mark. Not enough to talk about ham. I already said that one. Yeah, that's... Do you like ham? No, dude. Ham's a fucking shit show. If you're bringing <laughs> ham... If you're bringing ham to Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner, yeah. Take a double-barrel shotgun, open your fucking mouth... Put that barrel in your mouth and pull the fucking trigger. That is exactly right, dude. That is the kind of attitude that is worth having. Harold, do you like Cam? On a sandwich. On a sandwich. That's different, though. That's different. That's different. We're talking like ham for like Christmas. Like slice ham on your plate, dude. Uh, No. Oh. It's okay, man. You can be honest. If you like ham for those occasions, it's okay. I mean, I don't normally eat it unless it's on a sandwich. Okay, okay. Respect, respect. Curtis, what about you? Moving on. Do, <laughs> no, do you I like, like ham. ham? I do. It's just not occasionally. It has to be like a specific occasion, but... I mean, we usually have it for Thanksgiving, but we have it in addition to turkey or whatever we're having. It's like a side thing, not the main dish. Okay, if I came over to your house right now, and I put a plate in front of you with a piece of ham on it, would you eat it? That's different, though, man. We're talking about let him answer. Let him answer the question. I mean, probably because I'm a fat bastard. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put like some Worcestershire sauce on it, microwave it, and I'm all good, my dude. But that's a sandwich, though, man. There's a difference between having ham for those occasions 
and having just ham on a sandwich, ham and provolone, ham and cheese. Sure. That's all cool. But when it comes to those occasions, there is only one right answer. Turkey. We even if, really you, do that even with... if you want chicken, even if you want chicken, that's still more of an acceptable answer. Yeah, and plus I do chicken yeah. mainly. Okay, so you're so you're, the, so you're the chicken guy. I'm the chicken guy. Okay, see, and I'm the turkey guy. Okay, Harold, are you Harold, the turkey or chicken guy? Yeah, I don't really eat turkey either. Oh, okay, I yeah. Like chicken. Okay, yeah, what about you? Out of those two, I mean, I prefer turkey. Really? Honestly. I do. I just, I can do more with it, because I, I like to cook a lot, so I can do more with turkey than I can really ham. Ham, it's like, hey, you have a sandwich? No, 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 chicken and turkey. Chicken and turkey. Of both? Yeah, which of the two, chicken or turkey? turkey. Oh, of the both, dude? I would take chicken. Oh, yeah, chicken. What do you mean of the boat? It's chicken or turkey. Yeah, if that was my option, I would take chicken. But I'm saying for these get-togethers, though, we always have turkey, so that's what I'm accustomed to. One side of my family tries to pull up with the honey-baked ham. Honey, honey, bake your fucking face in an oven. Thank you, dude. I fucking hate ham. And before the night before we went to New York, actually... I had an event at my house we called Bromus. It was like just our friend's Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Friendsgiving, but for guys who jerk each other off under a table. Exactly. Well, not under. It's my, I have a short coffee table. It's kind of... Oh, my bad, G. My bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Ask Brian. It's in front of my couch. <laughs> but um, we had Bromus together, and the whole thing, because we were doing Bromus since, what, was it a Thursday? Because we, we got to New York on Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. No, Saturday. Yeah. We did it on a, sa- a Friday, probably. You did it on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Thursday. That's right, because it was the day after Spider-Man. It was Friday. Right. So it's a Friday night. Who the fuck wants ham, right? For for Bromus. For dinner. We're trying to do something traditional, you know? Trying to some have a nice little dinner together. So, you know, who wants ham, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking monsters, am I right? That That's just... They're degenerates to society. So I recommended, let's have tacos. Oh, let's get fucking lit, baby! Yeah, so, can everyone agree here that tacos is good for Bromus? Yeah, tacos I mean, is that's typically what our Thanksgiving is, is tacos, actually. <laughs> yeah, dude, I went to T-Bell straight up, uh, like, Black Friday and shit, man. Fuck yeah, the leftovers, dude. give me the T-Bell. Yeah, tacos for Bromus, good idea, right? I had a great idea with that one. Because yeah, yeah. everyone can just get go up themselves, it's not messy. Yeah, you don't even have to do that, man. You could just, like, eat, like get the taco shells. You can just make, like, one of those big fucking taco platters. Exactly, dude. It's it's easy yeah. shit, right? So that shit's ass. I recommend, and we we're playing this out like a month in advance, right? Just so we can make okay. sure we all have the same day off and everything. Yeah, make sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get get the chips. So, get the drinks. I I'm like, yo, if everyone wants to tell me what kind of toppings they want for their tacos, I'll make sure I have it here so you can like self serve whatever. They're like tacos. We're having ham. I was like, no, the fuck, we're not having ham. Yeah, I, we had a month. My friend Colin and I, we had a month long battle. And a series of group chats over ham or tacos for Chris. If you look at my Facebook wall, it's covered with him making ham memes. He left that review. <laughs> Listen, dude. All I have to say is that what was at your house? That was at my house. Can you do even Dakari knows Colin actually? Then it's an embarrassment that someone pulled up to ham at your house. That's your house. If I have an event. With food already planned and it's already made, and some bitch ass pulls up to my house with a dish that's not on the registry, their ass ain't coming in my fucking door. 
If they want to go to a Chili's and get ham, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> but we ain't doing that. We're having tacos. Shut the fuck up and eat it. So you know what we had? You had ham, didn't you, bud? No, we had fucking tacos. Here's my house. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. Good shit, bud. Good but shit, man. Mean, See, but now, I, he wouldn't eat the tacos, though. What? He wouldn't eat the tacos. Okay, well, he's just not going to eat then. I'll ship him off to Guantanamo if I have to. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, it was the fun. We'll get oh. canceled one day. Don't you worry. My friend, uh, Steven, he took this wonderful photo of me eating a victory taco. It was great. Yeah. It was a good experience. Tacos oh. are elite, dude, and that's just not a beaner talking. <laughs> Alright, let's get into the review, bud. Let's get into the, let's oh, get into the thanks, episode. Th- thanks for the iTunes review, Colin. I do appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to have another another jab at this ham debate. But uh, let's get into the news. Danilo, you ready for this? Oh, I am. I've been waiting for this. I know, Just kidding. I know. I don't know what the show notes even are. I really don't know what the show notes are. That's, you're, you're a great co-host. Hey, only the best here at Galaxy of Film, bud. <laughs> well, first up, we received the trailer for the live-action sequel series to the Fairly Odd Parents. Titled oh, I'm ready. The Fairly Odd Parents Fairly Older. I thought it was Otter Parents. Otter. I don't fuck I don't know, dude. I Oh, I'm ready. Who, who gives a fuck? Uh yeah. What the fuck is this thing? You know how Helen Keller wasn't real? I couldn't <laughs> believe this shit was real when I saw <laughs> get your head out of your get your head out of the gutters, bud. I couldn't believe this shit was real. This is the stupidest thing I ever saw. Man, the comment section of this YouTube channel, boy oh boy. Get let me go in and add them. Listen, man, I, I don't know what I'm seeing here. And I even asked you, were the shows this bad when we were growing up? <laughs> Not at all. No, they weren't, dude. There was some substance there. This seems like this seems like the generation of TikTok, dude. Were they just gonna put random ass shit now on and for with a few dumbass jokes, everyone's gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, and that's what your kids are gonna look like. Fucking vegetables. <laughs> you won't be seeing me tune into this. See ya. Woo, Curtis, what do you what do you guys say about this trailer? Uh, I watched it before we started, and God, that looks really bad. Well, I don't understand why things need to be live action when it, the original source material isn't. Uh, I thought the animation looked bad. Casting looks like you're very generic. Oh, lol, we're kids, ha ha. The lip syncing was bad, especially for the for the fair fairies. Like bad, it just, it just looks bad. I don't know why. I can literally tell you why, because it, it'll make money. The lit Let's, movement for Wanda specifically is real bad. Here is what my New Year's resolution will be when I hit 30. Okay. I will not go see anything unless it's a new IP. We need to start making new stuff here. We just need to do it. We, we were talking about Batman. Why haven't we come up with a different superhero? 90 years or 80, 70 years Batman has been around. 80. Let's write something new, guys. We can do it. I, I promise. Don't be afraid. Get out there and just write the new superhero. Write the new big popular kids TV show like Drake and Josh and uh, iCarly. Write that new universe. I, I promise. Someone's out there in the world who wants that. Reach for the moon, please, because I'm sick and tired of seeing this. Yeah, this is this is rough. 
Looks real bad. Harold, what are your thoughts on this trailer? Uh, I just didn't like it. I was with, I was with one of my friends when we came across it on YouTube, and then I was like, "Do you see that?" And it was just like, "Just keep scrolling." I guarantee <laughs> it's gonna be bad. And I was like, "I have to, we have to watch it, even though we know it was gonna be bad." And then I think it was just like, "Why did you make me sit through like three minutes of that?" It was just really bad. Yeah, man. I, I, what the fuck are going on over here at Paramount what Plus? What happened to kids shows these days? Yeah, Paramount Plus is blowing it for the new content, in my opinion. They do they good with sports though. I, got, I I'm not complaining about that. Like the sports live streams you get mm-hmm. on there, they they're not bad, dude. They have a good variety of like classic Nicktoons and stuff, which I appreciate. Yeah, so do I. You know, but anyway. Yeah, I'm, original content. You're right. Only good thing I've enjoying is uh, iCarly. Yeah, and th- that was only what? How many episodes? Ten. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like, one day's worth of TV if you're, like, a kid or something. I like the Rugrats thing, because that was a bit different. Okay. Uh, with it being in 3D, but it was only a five-episode season. Sick. Well, that they're probably testing that. Maybe it's coming back. Who knows? Yeah, it was just weird, but I did like that. But, I mean, I don't even count that, because it's five episodes. It's it's an hour and a half. Yeah, so it's like a movie. Yeah, ba- basically. Yeah, sick um, up next for the news, this is a project I'm pretty excited about. Um, we got our first behind-the-scenes and official, like, actual uh, studio shot of Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al in the biopic Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Curtis, have you seen this image? Um, I have not. How does he look? He looks good. Look him up. Yeah. Danilo, have you seen this image? I have. Oh. He, he does look good, dude. I I like him as an actor. I hate mm. him in Harry Potter. Harry Potter blows a bag of dicks. But okay. uh, he was in that horror movie, like The Woman in Black. Mm-hmm. He was a good actor in that, man. Yeah, was it a B-horror movie? It was. But he was a good actor in that. His guns, a chemo thing, yeah. Bag of dicks again, dude. Pick some better projects. This, I think, is going to be his better project. I think this is going to be what Batman is to Pattinson and what uh, Spencer was to Kristen Stewart. Those that's some strong words, dude. I'm here for you. I'm a massive Weird Al fan. Um, I already have the perfect pairing for this movie whenever we cover it because I'm damn seeing this opening night. Um, Daniel Radcliffe is the oddest choice, and I'm so here for it. Um, he looks good with that makeup and shit, dude. I know it shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah. I wonder how he's going to sound. That will be the big thing. Yeah, because, you know, Weird Al doesn't even really have much of an accent of anything, I'd say. He sounds like, just his speaking voice sounds pretty average, you know, just, yeah. (laughs) Harold, have you seen this image or one of your thoughts on it, if you have? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Curtis, what about you, man? Yeah, so I just uh, looked at it. Yeah, it looks good. I think... It's definitely different seeing him in this type of light, especially doing like a biopic. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I'm excited to see what he does, uh, okay. especially with the voice. I think he'll just go like his typical like. He'll probably go like super like stereotypical, like probably just like deadpan, like American accent, probably. Probably okay. Are you a Weird Al fan uh, overall? Oh yeah, I love Weird Al. Okay, he's sweet. He's like he was my introduction to like parody music. Yeah, me too, dude. When I did my old YouTube stuff, actually, I named myself after Weird Al. It's so, oh, like I was nice. weird max for everything. It was not something to be proud of, but 
Hey, man. We all made stupid mistakes when we were kids. Oh, I love, love Weird Al, dude. Uh, seen it, I've seen him three times in concert and went to one of his book signings as well. Oh, love very cool. Shit. I've heard he's just a great dude, in, like, overall. Yeah, I've met him three times as well. He, he's a wonderful man. I have his autograph up on my desk, actually. Very nice. Great stuff, dude. Um, up next, Daniil, I really, really want to hear your opinion on this one. Um, Alden Einrich has been cast in Christopher Nolan's new film, Oppenheimer. What are your thoughts on this? I know you really like Tenet. I did, and I like him, dude. I'm happy he's in it. I'm I'm pumped. I liked him in Solo. Solo is a shit movie. Uh, we'll talk about that. Next week. Soon. <laughs> yep. Okay, I was going to tease it, but that's cool. Uh, but yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I like him, man. I, I was real happy when I saw his uh, casting in him. This is a great-looking cast. I don't know how... And Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Dude, like, the people who are in this, I don't understand, like, why they all need to be in it. But I know when I see the film, I will. So, I'm excited for it, though. I'm glad, man. You know, I know you aren't too fond on Solo, but I love Aldenus, Young Han. Um, and he hasn't really done much since. No, he hasn't, but I, I think that works, though. You know, but we'll talk about that next week. I didn't mind his solo performance. I thought the writing on solo wasn't the best or whatever. Yeah, we'll get to that next week, but yeah, I'm yeah. very happy he's doing something else. Especially and with especially a big director like this, too. Yeah. This is going to get me gas. So I'm hoping his career takes a little bit of a... Picks up some pace after this, for sure. How are you feeling about him, Curtis? Uh, kind of on the same vein as Danilo. I think he's a really good actor. Uh, he just needs to have better script because that's really what it comes down to is sometimes scripts aren't the greatest, but I think you can overcome that if you're good enough. And I think he's really solid. I'm excited for this open hybrid movie. Just check out this cast list. That's pretty bonkers who they have attached to this. So I'm hopefully, I'm not a big fan of Killian Murphy in general. Mm-hmm. So seeing him in anything I'm excited for. Okay. That's fair. I'm here, I'm here for the positivity. Um, Harold, are you familiar with Alden Einrich at all from Solo? I know you're not a Star Wars fan. No, I'm not. Okay. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Menace. I've missed having you on, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> um, up next as well, this is an interesting piece. Um, it's rumored that John Watts is being given a Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. Um... Cut that noise, bro. Cut that noise. Yeah, how are you... Cut it. Cut that noise. Don't want Stop. it at all? I don't want it. And if it, if it is going to happen, I would like it to be the Lando series. That's an interesting choice. Why the Lando series? I think the Lando thing's going to be kids, dude. I think it's going to be geared towards kids. I think it's going to be more animation. See, with the Lando thing, I'm... You know, it's weird because they announced it just haven't said a single thing about it. And yeah. I figured that'd be one of the more time-sensitive ones just because Billy Dee's fucking 83. Yeah. It's like, if there. they're going to use him, because he's willing to keep working with he's in the Lego stuff since then. Yeah, yeah. Um, why not go ahead and utilize this for f- either his voice or physically have him involved? Um, don't know why it's called Lando instead of the Calrissian Chronicles. That's pretty stupid. Uh, yeah, dude, I could see it. But I kind of, if we do get the, the Lando series taken off because just nothing has been said about it, I would like to see Donald Glover work on that. Assuming yeah. he's involved as well, because you know he does work on Atlanta. Yep. So I'd love to see his take on Star Wars. Yes. But uh, John Watts, it. 
I didn't. I don't think of anything special of his directing. Like, I'm sorry, the writing on his movies are good, but his directing's like nothing. Like, wow, dude, that's great shot. Nice. Yeah, he doesn't have a style. That's exactly it. It seems like he's just collecting a check, almost. You know. Yeah, that's cool and all, but like, I want to see some pizzazz, dude. I agree. I agree on that. How are you feeling about him, Curtis? Yeah, pretty much sums up what you guys are saying. Um, I think he's fine as a director. I mean, he doesn't really do nothing mm-hmm. exciting. I mean, he makes decent stuff, and then he makes some other things that are not so great. So it's uh, going to be 50-50 on whether or not he's going to be good, and then whether or not the material he's given to direct is going to be good, and he, if, or if he's going to mesh with it. This reminds me a bit of that, um, that canceled Rogue Squadrons movie. <sighs> Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Sick one. Uh, yeah. Harold, how are you feeling about John Watts as a director? Who is that? <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> John Watts is, uh, he did the Tom Holland Spider Man films. Oh, that's cool. I like Spider Man. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Up next, um, personally, I'm excited for this. Despicable Me 4 has been announced. As you know, I fucking love the minions in Despicable Me. Uh, seeing this opening night, going to dress as a minion again, like it did for Despicable Me 3. That, yeah, good fucking time. Harold, are you excited for Despicable Me 4? It is what it is, you know. Come on, man. You think John... <sighs> Gee, what if John Watts was directing the Minion movie? I mean, I like the other movie, so yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> Danilo, how are you feeling about this? I don't see these type of movies, so it doesn't really bother me. Okay, dude, you don't know cinema, because we're covering every one of them on the podcast this year. Buddy, just like how we covered all the Matrix ones. Hey, Curtis, how are you feeling about the Spick 4? I have no opinion. I've seen none of them. I find the minions annoying. Okay, oh, dude. I've, I've only seen one of them, dude. I've seen them all in theaters. It's not my type of movies. I don't like that animation style. Whoever does that studio, I don't like oh, Illumination? Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, yeah, all their stuff just looks the same. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's just a me thing. Um, up next on the news, um, we're going to be talking more about this on next week's LFG. We'll, we'll tease into that. Danilo, y- you've spoken more positive about this experience, so you go ahead and uh, say a little bit more about the, the Donda 2 situation. Yeah, dude, it was. it looked cool. It sounded cool. It sounded unfinished, like when we went to Atlanta. You know, but, but we got a taste for how that album was going to feel, you know? And I think we kind of liked what it was going to feel with Donda 1, right? Like, some stuff sounded unfinished, but we liked how mm-hmm. where it was going. Donda 2, it sounded a bit like Yeezus uh, Project mixed with some 808 in there because, uh, you know, there's a few songs about Kim. We get a Kim soundbite. Mm-hmm. So the first half's really good. Like, we're like, okay, if the album doesn't drop tonight, understandable. Man's never dropped an album on time. Never, never did when he said it was going to do. You know, so get back in the studio, finish it up, whatever. But this event was called a Donda 2 listening party with the Donda experience. So that means that he's going to perform some songs from Donda, question mark? He tried to. I don't know what the fuck happened during this little thing. Someone's ass is getting fired. 
because the first half we could hear perfectly. He was dancing around, you know, people were lip syncing, singing, whatever. Sac- like, he gets into the Sunday service choir, right? That's who it was, Sunday service? Yeah, Sunday service. Yeah, they were doing their shit, and we transitioned to the hurricane. Mm-hmm. A little, bit of a remix with it, so we're like, okay, okay, good transition. Something fucking happened, dude, where the mic went out. Everyone was out of tune. Everyone was just not singing what they were supposed to do. The beats were too fast. Things were just getting, songs were just getting cut off when they were getting cut off. You know, Kanye throws his microphone. Kanye's yelling at his sound guy. Playboy Cardi's trying to perform off the grid screaming. 504 is trying to perform off the grid just be looking like an absolute fuck. The only thing good about the last half of that was Alicia Keys. She carried that. And she looked upset the entire time, too. She was upset, dude. And then she just laughed. Like, there was one time where she was getting one into the last verse, you know, to end off the song. Mm-hmm. And her microphone just cut out. And she just smiled because she's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, dude. I... <laughs> and, then, and then, Donda 2 dropped. Uh, it actually did come out this, this afternoon. Well, part of it. Yeah, part four, four or five songs. I guess they're just getting released individually on the stem player. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm very glad we went to the first listening party. I would have liked to go to this one, man. I really would have. Because was the... Was the sound bad in the inside, too? Yeah, I heard this was just sounded bad in general, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. The beats, though, were cool, man. This album sounds good, in my opinion. I'm sorry, it does. It just sounds completely unfinished. And I had a theory about it while we were just talking right now. Mm -hmm. What it sounds to me like is Kanye... I I love the man. You know, I put Travis right above Kanye for who I like as a rapper. You know? But... It sounds to me like Lil Kanye West is just trying to sell this. The little stem player. Mm-hmm. Because I was listening to the Pablo song. You know I like Pablo. Yeah. That's a great song to mess around with this. Yeah. You know, the on Tolliver one. It's a great song to mess around with this thing on it. The stem player. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to finish it if he's just trying to give his fans something to fuck around with on this thing, to have some fun with, you know? But it's unfortunate because those there are some good beats on there, dude. The XX thing. Phenomenal, dude. I, I like that track, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't it's like, like X as an artist. I don't. I didn't care oh, no, for neither stuff. Do I, dude. Yeah. No, neither do I. No, but I, I, it sounded good, though, like his little part on it or whatever. Yeah, his first I thought was good, yeah. I like yeah, his features. I, I, I don't like his individual work. I get that's how I am with the uh, like little baby or something. I'm the little baby same way as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it, I, I don't get it. I, I do get it if it was just a business thing, but I thought at least he would give us some decent music to fuck around with, not something that still sounds unfinished. Yeah, dude. Uh... Like it just cuts. Off. If you listen to the XX one, it's not on the thing, but it just like cuts off. Same with the Don Tolliver one. It just cuts off. Mm-hmm. And Don Tolliver, it seems like there should be like. A Don Tolliver verse, a Kanye verse, maybe them together, you know, like in a Family Ties where they were going back and forth. I, I don't understand it, but. Remember how, um, oh, what was the song? God, dude. First Fuck, listening it was party Moon. One. Moon on the first listening party because yeah, they didn't yeah. have Cody on it until the third one. Yep. So That's how all these the songs sound. Yeah. Do you think, you know, if he does another listening party, like, that's cool. If you want to, like, do, look, I'm fine with not having this album out until once again, like, uh, April or May. 
get back in the studio, dude. Because I, I want to hear these. I don't know. I just don't, dude. I don't. I don't know when we're going to get a finished product. I don't know if it's going to be brought out more or another listening yeah, yeah. party. If these were pissed. finished, if these were finished, would you like them? Maybe. Okay, but so you're not digging the sound that we're hearing so far. No, like it, it's very repetitive consistently. Okay, and I like that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm preferring Don to one so far. No, I still prefer Donna one. I I just I like the beats better on this, but That's there's no cool. substance with that. You mm-hmm. know, like I just hear Travis Scott say the same things. Like Meagles was the only one that kept it different. You're right. Yeah, because they were three people, and and you know maybe that's why everyone likes it. And I just am not the beat on that one. In my opinion, wasn't too good. But we'll talk more about it. We'll hear Breezy's thoughts uh, when we do our genius too or whatever. Yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Let's see. You ready to talk some shoes this week? Yeah, man. Not much to cover. A few things. No, just one thing. Euphoria season two. Are you caught up yet? I'm not. Just I haven't started yet. I'm starting it uh, tonight after we get off. So you're starting season two? Yeah, yeah. I'm not okay. watching the Jules thing, dude. I'm not watching the Zendaya thing. Okay, I haven't watched those yet either. But I am caught up. Um, Curtis, yeah. have you watched season two of the show at all? I've seen none of Euphoria. No. Okay, Harold, have you been watching it? No, I haven't seen any of it. Damn, you guys get your shit together. Um, I'm sorry. Last episode, incredibly well written. Um, this show just continues to blow my mind and amaze me. Um, this is some of the best written television I've seen. This, That's this what you said about great. last week's episode, buddy. Yeah. Th- this one you'll these? see, dude. Who writes these? Is it the same guy? Sa- yeah, same guy. Okay, okay, cool. Good shit, though, man. Good shit. Um, I just, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, dude, because I really want to hear your, your dry reaction whenever you ca- get caught up to this. Yeah, season one, dude, I loved. I thought it was great. I'm sorry, as of right now, I, I like Nate. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Ladies, Buddy? that's what you call a red flag. Buddy, my first relationship was Nate and Maddie. Let's go ahead and stream of the week this week. Danielle, you got it for this week, bud. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Hulu and shout out to HBO Max. Kingsman, the prequel. I caught I caught that. I was supposed to see it. I, I told Max, like, when we watched these, like, I've never seen the Kingsman in the theater. But I always caught him on FX or sci-fi, whatever. They were on cable. Cable's dead now. So I caught it on streaming because it finally hit. So it was good. Um... I liked it more than the other two. I gotta be honest. I did. Wow. I thought, but I'm not a... I casually watched the other two, and I casually watched this. Like, I was doing other things, but there's a big twist in the middle of it, which is really cool. You, like, don't see it coming. Um, That's typically how a know, twist works. No, but usually with these movies, you can tell, dude, because they're not... They're B-movies. You know, they're B-action movies. You're like, oh, I know he's the bad guy. You know? And it's nothing like that. It's just out of the blue, dude. Like, I, I want you to watch it and see if you know like what I'm talking about. But uh, okay. it's good. I, I like the main actor. His relationship with the kids is the strongest part of the movie. The other two Kingsmen were kind of just like there to be there. You know, to start the Kingsmen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was good. It was a decent watch. You know, um, if you don't know much about World War One, 
you're going to be kind of lost, and if, if, especially if you're half paying attention, because that's what I was doing. Like, I had to look up who Rasputin was. I totally forgot about that fucking guy. I know of Archduke of Ferdinand or whatever. I knew of him, but that, that's about it, man. I mean, it was it was decent. Uh, they they And obviously, we've seen this all on TikTok, dude. I don't know why, but they teased Hitler at the end as, like, the big, like, a post-credit scene. I did you know see that. Teased, yeah, you know how they tease Thanos? They tease Hitler at the end, and I'm like... So weird filmmaking choice. But okay, okay. I'm, I'm not really vibing with it, but okay. That's very interesting. Curtis, have you seen uh, this? Lenin, Lenin, Lenin. I guess is the Tsar of Russia or whatever for World War Two, and he's like, "Who, uh, who would you be, sir?" And Baron Zemo introduces him, and he's like, "This is my friend here. He's gonna turn the tide of, of you know, our powers." And they're like, what's your name? And the camera zooms in on him. And he's like, Adolf. And you're like, the fuck, dude? Adolf Hitler? And yeah. <laughs> solid Naboo, dude. Just a solid Naboo watch. Turn it on while you're doing something, cleaning the house, doing homework. It, it's decent, man. It's decent. How long is it? Two hours, I think. Okay. Yeah, so quick. Not a quick watch, but decent. I might watch it this week, actually. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's something to watch, really. You know, like... The other ones, like I said, I wasn't a big fan of them. Uh, I just watched them to watch them. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, Daniela, before we go ahead and start talking about our movies for this week, let's go ahead and take a quick little break and go over our rating system in case you're new to the show. We'll be right back, guys. Oh, hi, Mark. The Galaxy of Film rating system is based off planets featured within the Star Wars films. From our highest rating to lowest, here is the order in which we rate these films. Number 5. Coruscant, the entire planet is one big city. Number 4. Bespin, it's pretty far, but I think we can make it. Mining colony? Yeah, Tabana gas mine. Number 3. Like you did by the lake on the boat. Number 2. Set your course for the Hawk system. And lastly, number one. Gotta get back to Jakku. Back to Jakku! Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Alright, and we're back from our break. Danilo has decided that he wants to pick which film goes first this evening. And uh, which film is that, bud? Unfortunately, Ratchet and Clank, dude. Go ahead. You know, you know what to do, man. You know what to do. Ratchet and Clank came out in 2016. It's about Ratchet, and I've never seen the fucking game. I've never played the fucking game, so they're just going to be called Ratchet and Clank or Fox Boy and the Clank thing. Anyway, dude wants to be like an Avenger in this universe. Fucking bitch, can't do shit. So he gets absolutely just bodied from the Avengers. Like, they're like, get the fuck out of here, boy. So he goes back home, and on this other planet, like this guy, like this evil guy who has a hitman of Sylvester Stallone is just... I don't really know what he's doing. He's just blowing up shit. And he messes up a robot. And then the robot comes to go see the Fox guy. And the robot's like, yo, Avengers, universe people, the bad guys are coming. And you're like, what the F, dude? What's happening now? And then a big battle happens. And then here comes Ratchet, saving the fucking day, of course. So you're like, oh, shit. So Ratchet saves the day, and everyone's like, Ratchet, Ratchet, Ratchet. And the big green guy, I don't like the muscles, the Captain America universe. I don't give a shit. He likes getting his penis. He likes getting his wang sucked by all the bitches and the whole entire town. You know, 
Well, that ain't happening when Ratchet steps up to the plate. So now he's a bit pissed. They go to the secret hideout or whatever of the bad guy, and somehow the green guy turns, and you're like, didn't see that one coming. Nice twist, buddy. And they're trying to interrogate more and more people, saying, where the fuck's the guy going? Turns out, the bad guy's trying to create, like, what, some secret planet or something, or make the perfect planet, because he's taking mm -hmm. things from certain planets, so you're like, that's actually not a bad idea, dude. Going about it the wrong way again, like our boy Thanos. Not a bad idea. So, the bad guy's like, the green guy's with the bad team, and the ratchet assembles the Avengers again, and they have the big battle, and then it ends. And you're like, oh shit, that's cool. And that was it, that was it. You sound kind of positive about this one, actually. I'm surprised. Hit, 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 hit me with my thoughts, buddy. Yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on this? Usually, I like to rip these movies a new one. You know, because usually your picks are kind of bad when I have to watch Ratchet and Clank, buddy. However, when you look at this from a kid's perspective, it's not a bad kid's movie, man. I don't know nothing about these two fucking dweebs of Ratchet and Clank, but, you know, there's some funny moments here and there. Uh, some inappropriate jokes here and there. Mm -hmm. But it's cool, man. Like, it's a fun movie for a kid. I, would I watch this again? No, I'd rather have my eyeballs peeled out, you know? <laughs> um, it's just cool i guess dude i don't really know like it, it was a weird concept that the bad guy created a good guy if he was even good at the end of the day you know mm -hmm. but yeah that, i mean it, dude i don't really know what to say about this movie. it's just so <laughs> off the wall because i've never played the game i don't know what the fuck i'm watching it looks like someone took lsd and wrote this thing you know if there wasn't a video game attached to it but it was all right and you know i'm glad you said that phrase video game attached to it so the reason I picked Ratchet and Clank is not just because it's a video game movie and we're talking Uncharted this week. Yeah, you just like god awful films, bud. No, no. Specifically, back in 2012 or 13. 2012. 2012, okay. PlayStation announced they're going to start a studios for their films based on their video game properties. And I think it was 2013 or 2014, we got a trailer... For the Sliper, Sly Cooper film. And it looked good. Fully legit animated. Like 3D rendered and everything. Voice acted. The whole night, like it was a legit trailer. Yeah. Nothing came of it. Good. Nothing came of it whatsoever. Then we randomly got this Ratchet and Clank movie with the remake of the first game on PS4. Good. In 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cool thing about this movie is not just because it's, you know, PlayStation themselves putting the money into a studio for it. This movie is... It correlates with the game. Like they, The missing parts of the game are the movie. And vice versa. So the movie is just them going to destination, destination. You play the destinations in the game. Like the things are referenced are from the game directly. You don't sound amazed at all. <laughs> oh, dude, why would I want? Why would I want to see that, bro? I don't know, man. It's it's cool at the time, man. I saw this in theaters. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. It looked like just make a film, dude. Just make a film. The animation looked good on it too. That's I forgot to say that too. The animation for 2016 looked pretty darn good on this. 
Yeah, the movie looks good for what it is, except the, the backgrounds are really bland, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw that, but I'm like, eh, the budget's going to the animation, I can forgive him. Yeah, it's weird that Stallone is in this project. Like, That's this, fucking weird. And, this... the main, and the main guy, the, uh, his, like, dad dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. The person who watches him in the shop. That guy was someone famous, too. I forget who it was, though. I forget his name. I'll, I'll look it up right now, buddy. John yeah, I mean, just the fact that this it, this movie's very bare bones. Yeah. And it's because it goes directly with that game, which I think is a really cool concept. We've seen other game movies like the uh, the GTA Sunday Driver, which is for, uh, a prequel thing for San Andreas. We've got the Assassin's Creed Lineage film, which Cars is... Cars game? I, okay, dude. Dude, I'm serious, bro. You got to play as Lightning McQueen finishing that road at night. Did you really? Yes, the first dude, cars. I've played the Cars game, dude. But the Wii version, dude. It was a different one. Okay. It was like called Cars, like Radiator Springs or some shit like that, dude. Okay, I'm talking about and no. There's I'm talking about video game movies though. Yeah, but this is a oh oh. See, this was movie video game. Yeah, that was movie video game. This yeah, is yeah, video yeah, game but movie. No, yeah. it's the same concept. It's the same concept. Filling in the missing parts. Well, no, I'm saying usually we see these video game movies that correlate directly to the game being prequels or sequels. Yeah. I thought the Ratchet and Clank was cool because it's directly through it finishing the scenes back and forth. Yeah, I guess so, dude. I think it's a good tie-in movie, dude. I guess so, bro. Karen, what are some of your thoughts on this? I like the movie exactly for that reason because it goes with the video games. Wait, um, say that one more time. You broke up for a second, Harold. Oh, that's the reason I like the, the entire movie itself is because it went exactly along with the video game. Mm -hmm. Because coming from my love of video games, um, when a video game movie come out, I, I haven't have really really happy like to compare it to the video games from dialogue mm -hmm. to you know just about everything that happens and that it went exactly along with the video game, so I enjoyed it. Um, the voice actors are okay, and animation's cool too, but I think that's the reason I really like it, because it, it was really like the video game. Did you so, see this in theaters as well? Yes. Okay, at least I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. Everyone forgets about this thing, dude. Like, it's it's a weird video game movie. Like, it's, it's very bare bones and mediocre, in my opinion, as a standalone project. But as a tie-in package to a video game, I think it's a perfect... It's the best thing you could probably do. Yeah. As far as an adaptation goes. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> you know what's also weird about this? Uh, Danilo, there's Bella Thorne's in this. Before her fans. Yeah, way before that. This is before she was like... Shake it up Chicago, baby. This was before like she had that weird, like, everyone's kind of looking down on her phase for Whoa, a minute. Come on. Come on, dude. No one's looking down at everybody. No, dude. It was right after, like, she directed something of Pornhub. I remember this was big Alasha Bella Thorne, like, Twitter for a minute. That, but this was before OnlyFans, the whole, her whole thing on that. I, I stand Bella Thorne, buddy. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying this is a weird project, looking back nothing, on it. All things considered. love for Bella Thorne on this podcast. Okay, dude. Don't make me be an asshole just because I'm saying it was a weird casting choice. No, it was a weird casting choice, dude. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's odd. Shit's lit, though, dude. Solid Coruscant. Are you for real? No. No. <laughs> what do you rate this, Danilo? <laughs> uh, Naboo, dude. Just a Naboo. Because it's just a kid's movie, man. So it, it's, you know, 
something mm. to turn on if you're a child and watch it. Okay, what about you, Harold? Uh, four, because I forgot what four was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a best fit. Okay, yeah, I'm giving this a half. Uh, as a standalone <laughs> thing, this is bad. Uh, I just think it's interesting. It's it's tying game directly to it. But I, I I didn't think it was that bad for me not knowing anything about the property. No, that's weird to me because it's if you know nothing about it, this is this most like you said like an acid trip of a of a world. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, they're just jumping from scene to scene. I'm like, right? I, I mean, I can kind of put together the pieces, but weird weird storytelling. You know, this is James Earl Taylor as Ratchet as well. Yeah, yeah. I looked that up. I saw that. I'm like, that voice sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a little someone I know in the desert of Tatooine. Yeah. I'm, I'm just really surprised you were paused about this one. <laughs> what? It wasn't bad, dude. It was- <laughs> It wasn't a boo. <laughs> Listen, man, nothing can be worse than old. Okay, dude, okay. Do you have any final comments on Ratchet and Clank, Harold? My rating came straight, uh, strictly from my love of the video game. The movie was cool, but I think I rated so high because of, I like the video game so much. I almost kind of wanted them to do one for the, the Rift Apart game. Yeah, that would be cool, too. Yeah. I want, one, I want them to do one for Halo. Oh no, that's Xbox. My bad. Uh, what's We're getting like, a Halo series, douchebag. No, like a tie-in game to it. Like when they steal, like when they do uh, capture the flag. Okay, let's talk on Charter, guys. The second PlayStation Studios film um, since they took a bit of a hiatus. You know, since 2016, they decided to make another fucking movie. Uh, Danielle, you didn't get a chance to watch this one. No, I didn't, man. Instead, I was watching. Uh, a Kanye concert. Just not a good one. Buddy, settle down. But no, I didn't get a chance to watch this, man. The showtimes just didn't line up. And this movie looked like absolute ass, bro. Okay, Harold and Cruz, you guys saw it, right? Sway my opinion on the podcast, dude. But you guys saw this, right, Harold and Cruz? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, hey, um, hey, try, try, try to keep it spoiler light, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go see this Oscar-winning movie. First of all, let's talk expectations. Um, <laughs> Curtis, you and I have been very vocal on the podcast about how this movie just didn't look not not so great, not not so hot, dude. The casting choices were weird. They're milking this plane scene. It appeared um, the tr- posters looked horrible. Um, trailer just overplayed, very mediocre. What were some of your other expectations walking into this? None. I've we've been hurt. There's not a game adaptation to a movie that's been solid. So you have to go into these like with like little to no expectations. Maybe one thing I saw before, I'm like, oh my god, maybe the choreography of the fight scenes will be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They were actually for what it was. The fight scenes were actually not that bad. But other than that, I had, like, nothing coming out for it. I, I set it for zero, so I couldn't be disappointed. That, that's fair, man. You know, I was not looking forward to this one. Um, did not... Well, I was not a fan of Tom Holland being cast. I think everyone just was like, why? 
Why is this a thing? Well, I think besides Tom, I think the biggest outcry of they're like, why is Mark Wahlberg Sully? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that too. Oh. Oh. We'll get to that. Harold, what were your expectations for the Uncharted movie? Were you going into this with a positive head? Or did you just not expect anything? What are we thinking here? Um, Well, mostly positive for two reasons. One, being a video game lover, I was going in there with positive emotions. Hmm. And two, I mean, I just finished watching No Way Home, so I was stoked about Town Highland. But playing... Nathan Drake, uh, I don't think, I don't think it was well. Yeah, a bit of an odd choice. <laughs> um, let's, let's dive into the plot of this thing. Um, first of all, this was my biggest issue, my biggest takeaway for the first half of the movie, I'll say, is trying to figure out what the fuck this movie is as far as, like, canon, which is odd for a franchise this small. Um, so we have four main Uncharted games, right? And two yes. spinoffs, and one of the spinoffs doesn't even feature the main character, so it's a true spinoff. Um, and all games are referenced within one another. Like, Uncharted 4 does have references to sequels, which is nice. Which, you guys have both played the games, correct? Uh, yes. yes. Okay. Um, this movie took me out because it borrows elements from all of the games, which is fine, but we weren't sure what the fuck this was, if it was an adaptation or not, for the longest time. Because he's what Nate is wearing the clothes from Uncharted 1. Chloe was in the trailer from Uncharted 2. Um, they had a lot of emphasis in the ring in the trailer, and there's a lot of emphasis on that on Uncharted 4. Sam, the brother of Nathan Drake, who's only mentioned in the fourth game, is name-dropped in the trailer, so we knew we were going to see him. The plane scenes are straight, let them straight from Uncharted 3. Straight from Uncharted 3. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> so the first, like, I'd say 20, 30 minutes, I was just trying to wrap my head around. I was like, okay, like, what are we... We're just straight borrowing ideas on paper. Like, clearly, if someone involved in the creative process of this movie played the game, they didn't fucking pay attention or finish it. Um, so we start off with a flashback. No, we start straight off on the back of this airplane scene that's been milked to hell from all the trailers and posters. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, of course, ends amid chaos going on. Um, we get a flashback to young Nate and Sam trying to steal... They break into this little museum to steal, uh, just basically a buried treasure map. You know, if you're not from Uncharted for whatever reason, it's kind of like a modern Indiana Jones... Like, if Indiana Jones met Tomb Raider in the 2000s, you know. Uh, So they get caught while trying to steal this map. Sam has, you know, a history, so he has to run away from the orphanage. But he tells Drake, you know, he'll take this necklace, this ring I have. I'll be back. And so, one night while bartending, Victor Sullivan, played by Mark Wahlberg, comes in looking for Nathan Drake, steals his... Steals something that Nathan Drake steals because he's a petty theft. It was a bracelet, I believe. Basically cons him into helping him go on this grand scheming adventure for this treasure because Sully was working with Sam at one point and then Sam went missing. We get Chloe from Uncharted 2 scrambled into the mix. We got a nice uh, little dynamic between her and, uh, and Nathan going on. There's puzzles that have to be solved like the game. Their shootout seems like the game. The only damn thing missing from this game, other than the 
one chase scene in the airplane scene or the like long action sequences like the chase the runaways like yeah um long story short they get the fucking treasure they have to have this odd runaway getaway scene with helicopters carrying 500 year old pirate boats pirate ships in the air and they have a battle with nathan drake swinging off of a pirate ship in the middle of the ocean in the air it's weird it's it's weird and we'll get to that um but i gotta say after despite this oh there's also a post-credit scene where sam is back go figure technically what'd you say there's two post-credits actually Oh, yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah, there, there's another post-credit scene. I, I forgot it because it was in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sick one, Sony. Um, Sully gets the mustache, and Nathan wears the flashback scene shirt from Uncharted 3, where he meets Sully. Um, overall, dude, I, I gotta admit, this thing is, to me, kind of like Aquaman. Garbage trailers, garbage posters, garbage merchandise, like, promoting a whole nine yards. This movie looked bad. It's so painfully decent and average to where I'm applauding it for not being a dumpster fire. Uh, what are some of your thoughts after coming out of this thing, Curtis? Yeah, so it's, I'll say this, it's bad. It is not offensive, there are things to where that they could have worked. I think that when we get to the third act, I think that the third act probably should have been what the rest of the movie should have been. Mm-hmm. I think it takes itself too seriously. I don't think it's very good. I I don't know what Mark Wahlberg was doing. He wasn't there to act at all. He was tip. He was bad. The only two decent actors in this movie was Tom Holland. And Antonio Banderas. Yeah. And Banderas is barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought the girl who played Chloe, I don't know what else she's she's in. Maybe she's better in other things. She's the worst part of this movie. She's really bad. Okay. In my opinion. And not, because uh, I'm sure we'll go more into this, but I don't, I was going with no expectations. It was bad, not offensive. They could have been worse. It could have been like Assassin's Creed. I didn't or see Doom. Assassin's Creed, dude. Oh, it's so bad. It is so dumb. I n- see. At least the games reference the movie, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I can respect that. At least there's some. Sure. Yeah. This movie just has an identity crisis of wanting. It borrows elements from all of them without without sticking to one theme. And I think that's the big issue with it. Is it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, that's you're not wrong. Uh... <laughs> Harold, what are what are some of your thoughts coming out of Uncharted? Just your first thoughts before we dive into the cast next. Okay, so I was really ready to talk about the cast, but we're talking about that next. But as far as the movie, I was able to sit through it and enjoy it because it was from the games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like you said, it was all it was all mixed up parts from all the games, so it was just like one scene of like all that. You know, in my head, I'm like this from this one, this from that one. This one, this one, this from that one, and I, you know, I I enjoyed it. You know, I like I like the concept of the movie. I didn't think it was 
good as it could have been, but it kept me entertained, so. That's fair, that's fair. Um, as far as cast, dude, let's, let's go ahead one by one. Tom Holland is Nathan. Actually, <laughs> we're not going to start with Tom Holland. We're not, because I have a couple weird things to say about that. Um, Antonio Banderas, um, I love the man. Painfully mediocre in this. He was okay. He gets killed off halfway through his role. Harmless overall. Very generic. That's cool. Uh, Tati Gabrielle. She plays Braddock. You may not remember her character's name because she was also pretty useless in a sense. But I didn't mind her in this. Um, she's the main antagonist. She's the one that turns on Tony Banderas. You all may also remember her from uh, season three of You. Did you watch that at all, Curtis? I did not, but I know the actress. Okay. Um, I, I, I kind of liked her in this role. It was neat seeing her in something else. Enjoyed her character in You. Looking forward to seeing her in more seasons of that. So it's cool seeing her in an actual different kind of role, exploring her options. I can appreciate that. Uh, Sophia Ali, or Ali, played Chloe. I didn't mind her. I thought she was probably the only character in this movie to sound and look like the source material in my opinion um Mark Wahlberg dude I fucking hate Mark Wahlberg I'll be honest with you I think he's a god awful fucking actor there is not a single I couldn't tell you a single movie off the top of my head I can stand him in um he people give Will, Will Smith a lot of shit and say he's generic he plays himself that's what Mark Wahlberg is to me. I cannot stand this motherfucker. <laughs> um, I don't know why they cast him as Sully. And even aside from the weird castings, because we've, we've had odd, like unexpected, you know, good results from odd casting choices. Um, I don't know what the producers or the costume team or the director or the writers, who whoever was in charge of what Mark Wahlberg had to wear on set, was character was supposed to look like. I don't know what kind of fucking ass that he was on. Because um, he looks nothing like Sully. Not because he's Mark Wahlberg, but because he's presented like Mark Wahlberg throughout this time. We're not seeing the, mush the bushy mustache, the gray hair. Sully's in his mid-60s during these games. And that's a, the age gap is a key thing between these characters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the age gap is, is there in the movie. It's referenced, it's joked about, it's brought up between... Um, Holland's Nathan Drake and Wahlberg Sully, but it, it doesn't work. You know, Sully is able to con his way out of situations, you know, getting Drake to do his uh, dirty work because he's in his mid 60s. It doesn't work when Mark Wahlberg's playing a 40 year old fucking Sully. Yep. Yeah, dude. Um, also, they kind of can't decide what to do with his character throughout this fucking movie. Because it's if this was movie was ten years earlier, he'd be perfect to play Nathan Drake, I'd say. Or at least decent. Sure. If this movie came out ten years later, he could have been Sully, and it would have worked. He's caught in this awkward middle ground where it's like, okay, I'm too old to carry this if this is a franchise. So I'm going to play the elder role so it's more fitting. But that means I'm too old to do stunts and for fight scenes. But I'm too young to make it look like I'm too old for these. It's a weird, weird position of his character. Um, it doesn't work out. You, 
yeah, he's by far the worst fucking thing in this movie. I absolutely hate Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. I was not sold on at first. At first, dude. I think this movie... Um, I think... I'm, I'm hoping... This, maybe this is me trying to find the light in this movie, right? Maybe I'm thinking a little too deep into this. But Tom Holland, when you think of him, you think of Spider-Man, right, Curtis? Oh, yeah. You think of a younger character. Tom Holland is in his 20s, but he's playing teenagers still. Kind of like how Michael J. Fox was for the longest time. Sure. You know? Um, and I know Tom Holland, despite him still being young, he, I mean, he wants a mature career, I'm sure. At some point, he's a good actor. But because he's played Spider-Man, I know for me as a consumer, as a viewer, despite him having a well-written role, like a sophisticated role, a mature adult role, I still view him as a little kid because he's Spider-Man. And I understand that's not Sony's fault. They didn't, that's, you know, they didn't write anything. I have nothing to do with that. That is just an issue you're going to have with an actor like Tom Holland in a role like that. It's going to be hard to break those chains, and I know a lot of, um, like, the biggest example I can think of is, like, Miley Cyrus, like, when she tries to take a step away, and I know she was younger and was in a child role at one point, but when she tries to break that image of leaving Disney, even though she's already left it, she's doing other things of her career, she tries to break that childish image she once had, and she goes off the fucking rails, and this, this is a, a common thing. Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone as well, too, man. Jake Lloyd from Star Wars, even. I'm pretty sure Tom Holland looked at this script, did something, and was like, maybe this is a chance for pe- people to maybe take me a bit more serious while still having the middle ground of having a younger, younger audience since this is a video game movie. I think that's why he's not afraid to curse on camera in this. And, of course, I mean, it's writing as well. But I think, because it seems more natural for him than this, than certain things said in the Spider-Man films, or uh, some of his other work, like Devil All the Time. Sure. I think that's why he's shown shirtless several times throughout this movie, without it being like a weird joke. Like, it's more of a casual thing in this. And if if I'm not mistaken, Nathan Drake isn't a bartender in the games. I don't remember that one bit. Not that I remember... It could have been something like pre-Uncharted 1. Mm-hmm. But from like all the clues we get from him, he's just kind of been doing this stuff all the time. Like He's been like, low time petty thief. And then he somehow... Uncharted 1, he weaseled his way to get funding to go start Uncharted 1. Yeah. There's never been a thing to where, I think, to like Uncharted 4, to where Nathan Drake himself has ever had a steady paying job. Yeah, exactly, dude. So like... With Nathan Drake being a bartender, okay, it could just be a generic movie thing, but his whole alcohol, like, his knowledge of, like, alcohol and drinks and cocktails, it carries through the movie. There's a whole extra scene about that at one point. Like, there's an exchange of dialogue between him and Chloe, if I'm not mistaken, right? He makes her drink? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, I I really think this was, okay, Tom Holland looking at this opportunity, was like, maybe this... If I'm doing these things on camera, I'll be viewed as a more... People will view me for my current age and what I can do. And I can still hold on to that Spider-Man audience. That is the only explanation 
I can think that Tom Holland took this. I mean, because you, you look at Tom Holland, man. He doesn't look like, like Nathan Drake. The dude's in, what, his mid-40s or 30s in the game? Like, like mid-30s, like maybe Uncharted 1. He's like maybe like 34, 35. He's, he's an older dude. Yeah, and it's like it's nothing like it's not like Tom Holland's bulk up for like the, he does he's not old enough for the character. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's nothing wrong with him as an actor. I think through to what Tom Holland was given with, he did a fantastic job in my opinion. Like he, to the best of his abilities, as being as small as he, like as short as he is, because he's a short guy too, and as skinny as he is, and that's still him being quite fit in my opinion. He. You know, try to be a f- best physical Nathan Drake as he could, man. Um, how how about you, Curtis? How are you feeling about this cast so far? Um, so yeah, the thing with Tom is I he he definitely tried. He's the one who's trying his hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when he does like his physical stuff, he does he doesn't find. Like I said, the choreography isn't bad. It's just he's because Sony knows what they were doing with this. They're trying to cash in on, like, a couple different audiences. You have the game audiences, which is your biggest one. Mm-hmm. You have the people from Marvel, because you're trying to get that Spider-Man people to go watch it. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, maybe the older crowd, who's like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And just, I don't think, besides, like, maybe some occasional stuff here and there, you're, you're really capturing any of that. Mm-hmm. I think maybe if they had a different actor play Nathan... But they did flashback scenes like in Uncharted 3 and just have Nate play like a younger, like maybe like a teenage version of Nate, because we've seen that. Yeah. That would have been fine. Mm. But I don't know. I don't think he's bad. He's trying. He is not Nathan Drake. And I mean, that's the main issue is they're trying to get the star power for a franchise Mm. over getting somebody who's actually cast for the role. With Tom. With Antonio, he's fine. I mean, not offensive. That's kind of one thing that's actually pretty uncharted. A lot of their villains aren't really that memorable. Like, do you remember the name of the first villain, like Uncharted 1? No. No, none of them, dude. Not a single one of them, my opinion. And, like, Uncharted 2, you have, like, was it Lazarovich? He was interesting. Uncharted 3, meh. Uncharted 4 had Rafe. Rafe's a great villain, in my Mm. opinion. Antonio was fine, pretty inoffensive. Um, ah, then guy to Mark Wahlberg. He's they needed an older actor that wasn't Mark Wahlberg. Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg came to Uncharted, and he didn't play Sully. He played Mark Wahlberg, acting as a character named Sully. Because as you said, a Sully is like in his sixties. He's somewhat fairly wealthy. I mean, he's a wisecracking older dude, gives shit to Nate all the time. He's essentially the surrogate father to Nate. And we just never, in my opinion, never see any of that, like that father-son bond that occasionally chimes in, especially comes like more prevalent throughout the series. Mm-hmm. And he never, he never does anything Sully-like, ever. He's, he was like, he's a big problem with the movie, for sure. Never wears a Hawaiian shirt. That kind of irritated the shit out of me. Yeah, dude, there's something so simple as that, too. Go to your fucking Goodwill and get a Hawaiian shirt. Besides, like, infiltrating a secret party, Sully is wearing really, really awful Hawaiian shirts. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just part of, that's just part of them. Yeah. 
Is is it even mentioned that he's a pilot? Ever? No, and that's the weird Sully's thing. Sully's a pilot. He gets Nate everywhere. There, there's a joke. There's a joke about it when he gets in the helicopter. Like he, he, if I'm not mistaken, he's like, oh, like haven't done this in a while or something. But it's like, okay, what kind of context so is that? Are you a pilot or maybe you had, I, I don't know. Mark is not good. Yeah. No. And then there's that mustache. Oh my god, he looks so bad. Oh, that mustache is really bad. Hmm. Yeah, that's Mark Wahlberg is bad. And if we ever get into like future casting or casting choices, we would have done differently. I'm sure we can all share on that, but Mark Wahlberg's not good. Definitely a big negative of the movie. Girl who played Chloe didn't like her. I thought she was pretty weak. Oh, that's fair still. And it's not like Chloe is like a phenomenal character. She's well written, especially for like a female character from like mid thousands games, which is rare. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's smart. She's spunky. She's sassy. She kicks ass when she needs to. I just didn't see any of that with this chick. I just, I just didn't see it. I just didn't see it. So casting is a big, definitely a big misstep. Misstep. And that's sad because the casting is who people will see first going into whatever project you're going into. And you need the right people to do it. And if you just have big names for the sake of big names, you're already going to be like, oh, well, this is going to be a prompt because they're not going to be what the fans of the, of the series want them to be. Mm-hmm. So, those are my two cents on the casting. <laughs> I think Chloe's my favorite character in the games, though, honestly. That's fair. Chloe in the games is great. She is, dude. I'm glad they made a spinoff game on her, Lost Legacy. Yeah, Lost Legacy is really good. Or I, I didn't play too. it Uncharted's yet. really solid. Like, almost all their games are, like, solid. The only one I think the issue people have is uh, Uncharted, the, the, the Vita one. Oh, Lost uh, something... Lost like ruins, lost city, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. In the issue with that one here is because like a lot of people are playing on the PSTV back when that was a thing, mm. but the game forces motion control, or no ah. swiping control, and you can't do that on the DualShock Three. Gotcha. But Harold, how are you feeling about the cast list of Uncharted? Um. Well, I was just like halfway through the movie. You know, my friend did ask me like. No, like, you good? You don't look like you're enjoying it. I was like, I am. It, it was really the cast. I enjoyed the movie, but then I was thinking, like what you said about Tom Holland playing Spider-Man, like in between fight scenes or whenever when he's making these jokes or quip whips, I'm mm-hmm. thinking Spider-Man because, you know. It works, though. Like, Nate in the yeah. games is like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, it definitely worked in, but it was still just like mm-hmm. because he played Spider Man, and I've seen you know the whole trilogy. It was like I kept seeing, I kept you know picturing Spider Man. I don't know much about Mark Wahlberg for real, and I just know he didn't. You know, like Curtis said about the father and something throughout the movie, he didn't seem like he cared at all about about Nathan. It was just like. You know, if you know some information about it, I need it. And that was basically all. There was no real connection between them like there was in the game. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Speaking of something of the game, one thing I do want to mention real quick, probably my favorite part of this thing, um, there is a... I forget where they go to. What, what, what country, I think. It's in... It's when they're getting ready to break into the church where they have the keys. 
Uh-huh. I forget where that is. In Spain somewhere. That, in my opinion, that scene alone, with the two characters being separate, of Sully on his own and then Chloe and um, Nate together, is cool. That's one of the best, I think, adaptations of putting a puzzle from a video game into a movie. Yeah, you... but like, you're... That's just Uncharted 4. I know it is, dude. I'm saying the scene is cool, seeing it brought to live action. It's fine. I would have... I don't know. The problem... with well, The scene's fine, I guess. But again, we've seen it better in the game. Mm-hmm. And we've had... I don't know, better reasons to be going there. Because it's like, scene for scene, almost line for line, the exact same. They gotta go somewhere to go steal a cross... Like it was a cross, wasn't it? From this big bad evil guy who's there at the auction, and they got to turn off the power. Mm-hmm. That like, was, right, cool. That was cool, but I've seen it before. It's not bad to me. It's like it's fine. I've seen it before. You know, one thing I'll say that is a complete waste of potential is the uh, you know this is the Papa John scene, obviously. I was really hoping we'd see a subway in this after that, just based off those Uncharted 3 commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those things were fucking great, dude. Um, oh, my God. Before we get to our final thoughts and ratings, let's talk that Nolan North cameo. Um, very happy we at least got a cameo. You know, I did feel a lot better in the theater. I was like, uh, we, this is like we get the, the blessing almost. Like, this is as good as it gets right here. Mm-hmm. We get we get Nathan Drake in the Nathan Drake movie. Like th- this is cool, and they 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 interact with each other. You know, this is our little multiverse for Uncharted. Um, yeah, dude, I, I liked it for what it was. How about you? How do you feel about? it? I know it's corny as hell, but uh, I guess I'll go. It was fine. No, it was good. I liked I liked Nolan North in like live action stuff because I think he's a phenomenal actor. Hmm. Um, I thought it's what was the scene is like is like after they crashed into the ocean or something they were coming up on the beach. And he's like, "Wow, you guys look like shit." And it goes, "Yeah, because yeah, similar stuff happened to me. It was weird." I'm like, "All right, cool, got it. It wasn't too long, wasn't too quick, kind of corny, but that's mm-hmm. what Nathan Drake is. He's a corny dude." I'm like, "Awesome, loved it." Yeah, it worked for us. Few scenes I liked. <laughs> Harold, how do you feel about the cameo? I couldn't wait for it. Even before we seen the movie, I was like, I know he's going to be in this movie somewhere. You know, just got to keep your eyes open. Split opportunity. I feel like it was going to be like five to ten seconds. I just didn't know how I was going to do it. And then when I seen it, I was like, yep, there it is. I knew it was coming. Yeah, that, that was a good scene. I'll admit that. that was, I'll, I'll commend them for that. Um, um, let's, oh, go ahead. Was, one thing. Did anybody in your theater know who the fuck Nolan North was? So I went to an Alamo draft house. Sure. And like, you know, we're, we're separate and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you aren't ta- people aren't really talking into the theater unless it's a big, like, Spider-Man thing. Like, you know, everyone's... Like a Marvel movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, my roommate did lean over because I saw it with her. She leaned over and asked me, asking who the fuck that was. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's... She's also never played the games, so it's like... Sure. That's fair. Yeah. But I don't know. What about you? I saw it in my theater. My theater was, you know, pretty semi-packed. And I was like, it was like me and one other guy. We were like, yeah. And there's just nothing from the theater. I'm like, oh, no. No fan knows who this is. This is definitely like the Spider-Man, like Mark Wahlberg audience. Yikes. 
it just makes you? me feel sad because no one was great, and I wanted to do more things. So, that was my theater experience with that. <laughs> Harold, does anyone recognize Nolan North in your theater? Not really. I felt like when me and my one friend were like loud about it, it was like awkward because it was like no one else said something. So I was like, okay, that was a little awkward. And then my other friend just like, who's that? And I was like, yeah, I'll just tell you about it later because right now <laughs> it just is a bit awkward. So let's just keep watching the movie. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, let's let's give final thoughts and ratings, dude. Uh, to me, the best way to describe Uncharted is surprisingly not a piece of shit. This movie is the kind of movie you see in the waiting room of anywhere. Like... This movie has range, I'll give it that. This audience can be wide, it's not too gory, it's, you know, simple action in a sense, as far as, um, people getting hurt, I should say. Um, yeah, dude, this is just getting a straight Naboo for me. I'm glad, it's watchable, it's not dog shit, it's one of the better video game movies, I'd say, but the, you know, the bar wasn't set too high. I think the only other video game movie I can really applaud is the Sonic film, which, you know, I've really love the fuck out of that and again i do think is we're getting a sequel dude we know we are mm-hmm. you know i'm hoping we'll take the sonic 2 route because uh based off that end credit scene it looks like they're gonna do the same thing of dr robotnik because you know people didn't really care for jim carrey's look in the sonic film at first um it's kind of whatever upon rewatches it's a little annoying but you know that end credit scene we see him with the big mustache and he's bald and everything Maybe they'll fix Sully for a sequel. Um, let's be hopeful. Maybe make Tom Holland bulk up a little bit, too. Yeah, straight to boo for me. What about you, Harold? It was great. But, you know, actor-wise, not so well. Just three. Um, yeah, I'd say it's a two to go into a three. Okay. It's not the worst thing I've seen. It could have been better for sure. Um, it's it was just the casting that was the big problem. The casting was bad. Um, yeah, just a just a straight off going into the boot. It there are some things to where it is tolerable, but not mm. great. And I will say this. And a quick thing: who would you rather have had recast as like the main, as like Mark, or I'm oh god, as Sully and and Nate. Who would you have had, like, okay, if these two were attached to it, it would have been better? Ooh. How old is Tom Selleck? Mm, he's maybe 40s, 50s. I'm not too sure. 55. There you go. That'd be cool, Sully. Sure. The mustache especially, dude. Oh, for sure. And then I think the obvious choice is Nathan Fillion for, for Nathan Drake, but... Mm-hmm. Um... Gosh, I don't, I don't know who else I'd pick. <laughs> Nathan Fillion. If you can nail down, like, Nate and Sully, you have a little bit more leeway with everybody else. In my mm. opinion. But yeah, no, that's... Nathan Fillion is the one that fans are like, oh, yeah. And the problem is, we had an Uncharted movie. It's the fucking fan film. Because that fan film's great. It is, too. That third-person point of view over his shoulder, it's too. So good. Fillion gets the mannerisms... 
of Nathan Drake down perfectly. Stephen Lang, surprisingly, I could see as Sully. Mm-hmm. Oh, the okay. Dude wore, a, wore a Hawaiian shirt, had a had a you know had his beard, mustache. He was gray. He was smoking a cigar. I'm like, that's Sully. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this movie was doing, but if you want a good Uncharted like live action, the Uncharted live action fan film is way better than this movie. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree, man. Checked it out for sure. Gosh, I think that wraps up for this week, Daniel. I think so too, buddy. Yeah, man. I thank both of you guys for coming on. Um, Curtis, where can our listeners find you if they don't already follow you? Sure. So they can find me over at uh, twitch.tv uh, slash Curtis Shack. That's where I'll be streaming. I'll actually be streaming um, probably this Friday for the release of Elden Ring, the new From Software Souls like game that's coming out. Okay. So I'll probably be doing that. So yeah, come on by and say hi. Awesome, man. And Harold, where can our listeners find you, bud? Twitch.tv slash Gamerherald and on YouTube at Gamerherald. Awesome, man. Again, appreciate you both coming on. Um, for our listeners, we got some content for you guys to check out, too. Make sure to check out our LFG we did this week. We discussed the Book of Boba Fett. We had a really great guest appearance by all three members of Voyager 3, the band behind the, uh, the soundtrack of a film we covered a while ago called New York Ninja. Great episode. Check it out. Um, Denise and I had a real fun time with them. Oh, yeah, that was great, dude. Yeah, almost three hours. That was a good conversation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's that's what it is, a conversation. Yeah, 100%, dude. Yeah. Um, check out the YouTube channel, Galaxy Fun Productions. We uploaded day three this week up there. Day four is coming out next Monday. Already have it edited and everything ready to go for you guys. Um, next week as well, we're discussing Solo, a Star Wars story on the main show. And also discussing Genius Act 2 on LFG. We got some good guest stars coming on for both of those as well, Danilo. Some, uh, 100%, dude. 100%. Some good shit coming, man. Buddy, the content doesn't stop with Galaxy of Film. That, that's exactly right, bud. That's exactly right. And I'm just here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, it'll be different in two years, bud. Yeah, but Maybe you'll watch both movies. Concrete Jungle, bud. Yeah, guys. Um, if you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us an iTunes review uh, and a Spotify review. They truly help out the show much more than you can imagine. Thank you to those who did leave them this past week. You've really helped us uh, boost our listeners to ship up quite a bit recently. Oh, wow, I just kicked the absolute hell out of my trash can. That was not fun. Um, you guys have really helped out our increase in listeners past week. Glad other people are able to experience Galaxy of Film and hear what we have to say. and hear, or We can hear what people have to say about films as well. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Galaxy of Film. Check out our Facebook group page that our friend Shameen runs called the Galaxy of Film Fan Club. And, you know, i got a weird thing I want to plug. I actually reviewed Ratchet & Clank when I was 16 when this movie came out. Um, on, the, on the OG YouTube, huh? Yeah, on, when I did CB12, I had a review yeah. up there. Um, if you guys want to hear what 16-year-old me had to say about the movie at the time, link below. I'll, I'll include that video, because why the fuck not? I, something I worked hard on at the time, I'll include it. Review bomb it, guys. Review bomb it. Yeah, sick one. But thanks so much for listening, guys. Stay tuned for next week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. We're better than the Donda 2 live stream.